0: Alright guys, uh welcome back to another episode of uh, Hundred Books a Year with Kevin. Today let's start a brand new book. Um it is called Delivering Happiness. Um it is a story about zapples. Um the founder Tony um actually just passed away, I think in November last year, um in a house fire. Um there's some uh series that he actually committed suicide, but we really don't really know know that much about it. But um it's such a shame that um, He passed away So if you guys don't know Zappos um, It is an online shoe retailer That sells uh, shoes um, And then in this book He kind of go over his uh, founding stories And his uh, life story a little bit um, I really enjoy that And um, Zappos was bought by Amazon I think in 20 something 2010 or 2008 Somewhere around there um, so, this book really outlines the founder Tony and his, you know, a like Chinese upbringing, which I think are really interesting. Um, you know, like he he started out with a, you know, uh, he just like a born entrepreneur, right? I think the way that I study, you know, uh, successful people, they they sometimes are born to to do something, right? They're they're just naturally keen to that particular job or that particular function. Uh, for example, right, uh, Warren Buffett, I think, is born to trade stocks, right? Like, he he was very, very sensitive to numbers at a very early age, right? Tony, it's the same thing. Like, he started to go through half his paper route and then he started to print buttons and sell it with mail order, drop shipping, like, when he was going to middle school, right? And then he just trying to Uh, have a lot of ways to make money at a very young age right and then the angle I want to take about I want to take on this podcast talking about this book it's really from a customer service perspective right I think that is what Zappos uh, inspired me the most is how they conduct customer service and how they structure their company around that and not every company can do that so First of all, the thing that it, it stocks out the most to me is they have no metrics for performance, right? Uh, we talked about this a couple months ago, I think, or like a month ago. There is this book called The Tyranny of, Met- of Metrics, right? Um, who talks about how we measure performance in a sense with metrics and how that's ineffective and it doesn't align with the motivation you know, directly. And secondly, Zappos, or Tony thinking is he really wanted to tr- to trust the agent with their judgment, right? That's why they hire them. So they want to increase their customer experience and they want to convert them for a customer for life. Now, a couple quick a- uh, examples, right? So there was this one customer um, that called the customer service. He's probably drunk or something, and then he he <laughs> he calls Zappos to order pizza, and then um, the agent that took the call was like, "Oh, that's that's strange," but he look or he or she I don't remember whoever took the call, um, Zappos person look around the uh, pizza joints that are still open around the um, area that the customer lives, and they give him a couple phone numbers <laughs> so that uh, he can go get some pizza from their uh, local pizza joint, right? And then Zappos, they don't really have scripts and they don't really have something that they force the people to say. They're perfectly okay with you saying whatever you want to the customer within a reasonable boundary. So the reason I, I want to touch on this, right, is that most companies think about customer service as an afterthought, as something that to put in there, uh, quote unquote, to, um, to 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 get feedback from the customer, right? Or or they try to minimize the cost, or they try to avoid the cost. But Tony Tony doesn't think so. Tony believes that um, a good company needs to get defined by their customer service, and he treated this is the most important part. He treated it as a marketing expense. Now let that sink in, right? Tony, as a visionary that he was. Believe that customer service as a marketing expense. So, and then he he sort of you know, a structure the entire company around that. For example, um, he has a twenty four seven ware warehouse whenever they're shipping orders. When whenever they're shipping shoes. Now, if you really think about it, that's not the best way to run a warehouse. Right, so the easier way is to have the water piled up, and then you you uh, hire a couple of people to write the waters, right? Like it's it's really really inefficient for them to take a water and then bring it off the shelf and then ship it and package it, right? It's much e- much efficient if you can grab ten waters at a time and then ship it all at once or a hundred water at a time. But the thing is, is Tony wants to delay the shipping speed from the customer who plays on water f- to the shipping day, so he runs a 24-7 warehouse, which is really inefficient, right? Again, customer first. Secondly, he offers free shipping and free return shipping. Nobody does that, right? Um, I used to work for a um, tech company who sells furniture online. We charge return shipping. And again, Tony sees it as a marketing cost, uh, as a marketing expense. And last, they have a one-year return period. Well, who does that, right? Like, if if you really want to, like, quote-unquote, take advantage of the system, then you can just buy some shoes who you wear for 10 months and then return them for a full refund, right? Like, most of the companies right now that I know, like Amazon, they do... Um, I, th- I think they do a one-month return period, right? And... Dappos is offering a year on it and especially when it is a shoe something personal and and, and, and something has no resale value after somebody returned it so i just want to give you guys a couple examples on how tony thinks about customer service and let's finish on this uh, as a general introduction um he mentioned it in the book right the top 10 ways to instill customer service into your com uh, company okay so the first way it's to make customer service a priority for the whole company, not just a department. A customer service attitude needs to come from the top. right? So it's not really something about that particular department. It needs to be a company culture. Secondly, make WOW a verb as a part of your company everyday vocabulary. Well, WOW means W-O-W, right? So uh, Zappos, they do something similar where they where they throw in um, expedited shipping uh, run, uh, randomly just for fun so that the person might not be expecting getting the shoes the next day, they got the shoes the next day, right? Well factor. Number three, empower and trust your customer service reps. Trust that they can provide great service because they actually do. And then um, when they do that, escalation to the supervisor should be rare. So this is something that I run into myself, right? Before I was in a customer support role. There's a lot of things that we cannot do. And quite frankly, a manager cannot do as well. So we are being put in this bottleneck in terms of service. So when the customer excite, then they have to talk to someone else better than them, uh, 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 higher than you, but they really cannot really do anything as well, right? So Zappos doesn't do that. They just trying to say, okay, this is something that's within your power and then will give you a lot of room to maneuver as well. Okay, number four. Realize that it is okay to fire customers who are insatisfiable and or abuse your employees. This is very, very interesting. Uh, the concept of firing customers, right? There are some people who are just obnoxious and then Just just trying to be rude with people on the phone and recognize that it's okay to not serve them, right? Because you need to treat your employee as a human person, not as a punching bag, if that makes sense. Number five, don't measure call times. Don't force employees to upsell and don't use scripts, right? We we talked about this before. Uh, Number six, don't hide your number. Right? Don't hide your customer, uh, company's uh, number. It's a message that's not, not not just to your customer, but to your employees as well. right? So you want that customer feedback. You want that customer calling you because once they feel like they have a good communication with you, they might become a uh, lifetime customer. right? Number seven, uh, view each call as an investment in building a, in, uh, in a customer service brand not as an expense that you are seeking to minimize let me repeat that one more time view each call as an investment in building a customer service brand not as an expense you are seeking to minimize uh, I think this is something that uh, we tend to think about when we are at least when my old company was trying to uh, do this entire servicing they're trying to minimize cost right and the thing is, is each communication with their customers see as an investment, not as a sunk cost. I think, I think it's really, really important. Number eight, uh, have the entire company celebrate great service, tell stories of wow experiences and everyone in the company, right? Uh, uh, help them talk about uh, win stories. Number nine, find and hire people who are already passionate about customer service, right? So in a sense, Find the people that gets thrilled from talking to people and really helping people out. Number 10, give great service to everyone, customers, employees, and vendors. This is something that I think what Zappos did really well and how they're able to scale very quickly is they treat everybody the same, right? They treat customer uh, the same and then they treat their vendors, they treat their employees all the same, right? So in a sense that it will be easier for them to have the culture kind of dilute to the entire company because they treat everybody the same. So today, I just want to kind of do a brief foundation episode on how uh, Zappos designed their customer service. And then tomorrow, we're going to talk about something else, uh, talk about their hiring process, just kind of like how they set up this entire uh, you know, department, if you may. I think that's what kind of separates Zappos Uh, from other brands is that they actually care about their customers and then they actually i think they're very very good at like aligning the problem with the solution right like and then aligning the motivation with your goals and we're going to dive into a little bit deeper within the next couple episodes all right guys thank you so much have a good day